This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, welcome to Ikea, where even this desk is circular. Huh, how so? Looks pretty rectangular to me. It's because we're always looking to repair, reuse, and we love our products, like buying back your Ikea items for store credit, or shop our as-is section for great deals. You can even order free spare parts. Get on the circular path for a more sustainable future. Still a rectangle. Get started at ikea-usa.com slash circular. Visit ikea-usa.com slash circular for as-is information and buyback and resale terms and conditions. Spare parts not available for all products. Shout out to that guy, you The Major Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast is Cheap Heat. It is Friday, October 6th. As I start this episode, I am back in the airport sitting in Newark, New Jersey. Beautiful Newark, New Jersey at Newark Airport, where I am set to board a flight in 32 minutes and three seconds at gate C-88. That's right, gate C-88. You know the C-terminal in Newark. And I will make my way to Indianapolis, Indiana, where apparently we're going to do WWE Fastlane. Uh, Coming up later on the program, uh, I'm supposed to be joined by a special guest. And hopefully that'll happen and we'll take care of it when I get to the hotel. But I figured while I had time sitting at the airport, they have like these random desks, you know, with like all the chargers and it's like a lot of room here. I'm like a good, comfortable situation. And I'm sitting here staring at a random uh, bar with United flights all around. Already ran into some lovely people at the airport. And yeah, I'm just pulling up and doing an episode. Because why not? Big episode earlier this week on Ring of Wrestling Show. I've not heard it yet, but uh, Kaz and Shoemaker talked to Adam Copeland. That's edge to you and me. Uh, But they talked to Adam, uh, which is a hell of a get right now about his uh, decision to go to AEW. So that's uh, that's pretty neat. Go check that out as well. Um, 
there's not a ton. I mean, like, it's funny. You, you go look on the blogs. Like, if I'm like, oh, let me let me see what's going on in the world. There's always endless quotes from everyone. Do these wrestlers ever stop talking? It's like there's there's no news. But at the same time, everyone has done an interview in the last week. L.A. Knight says he plans to figure out how to navigate superstardom by himself. Uh, RVD reveals big names in AEW he wants to have matches with. Hulk Hogan talks about potential return. What is that? All right, fine. You got me. Hulk Hogan reportedly signed a Legends deal, too. Hogan was on with Chris Van Vliet for an in-depth interview. I feel a way Chris Van Vliet has never wanted to talk to me. I, I You know what I think it is? I, I think he's too handsome for me. He he believes he's too good-looking to have me on. I think that's what it is. No, you know what it is, though, truthfully? No, no, this isn't a, a Chris Van Vliet thing. All of the interview shows, they like all of these people that interview everyone in wrestling, they interview ring announcers, commentators, everyone who does anything. They never want to talk to your boy. A former champion. Oh, my God. I, I think it's, can I tell you, I think it's interviewer on interviewer beef. God, do you hear what a psycho I am? Do I really want to talk more? I really want to do more interviews? Uh, no, shout out to Chris Van Vliet. He's been doing a lot of great interviews. By the way, shout out to Ryan Satin, whose time at uh, WWE and Fox uh, has come to an end, apparently. I guess he's decided to move on to greener pastures. But in this uh, interview with um, Chris Van Vliet, Hulk Hogan said, he talked about a potential, quote, in-ring return. What the, what the hell? He, he, can't, he can't move, Hulkster. He said, quote, I would have loved to have had that last match, but now it's completely out of the picture. You know, I'm just too beat up from the surgeries. I think if I took a couple of bumps, you probably have to cut me up again. But no, I really wanted to have that last match against who? I wasn't so sure. Um, I think it was WrestleMania 25 in Orlando. Uh, yeah, man, I will say that. I, I I do wish he got to have the formal last match. That would have been nice. That would have been a nice way to to tie things up instead instead of like the, you know, he just sort of disappeared. You know what I mean? I do I do think it would have been nice given that last run if he could have tied it up. But And honestly, it felt like it could have happened all the way up to like maybe six or seven years ago. And then he took another... A turn, it was like, nah, no way. Now, I know there are a lot of people saying, I don't ever want to see Hulk Hogan again. Yeah, for either either your personal reasons you don't like him, or you're just done. Um both understandable. But for me, I mean, ultimately, I, I still think he's probably the biggest ever. Whether you want to put him on the number one on your Mount Rushmore, not on your Mount Rushmore, whatever you want to do. When when people talk about this thing that we call pro wrestling, this thing that we call sports entertainment, what's the joke we always make? Oh, wrestling, you mean like Hulk Hogan? He's, he's kind of literally the definition. I mean, he really is Babe Ruth in that way. You know, if you have to go one person to associate each sport, baseball, Babe Ruth, basketball, Michael Jordan, hockey, Wayne Gretzky, golf, Generational, but probably Tiger Woods, maybe Jack. Soccer, Pele. Now, in the for the younger kids, they'll have an, uh, you know someone else, right? Messi. But there's there's really one to two people that define what a sport is. As much as I love Austin, and think Austin 
is better than Hogan in a lot of ways. I think Flair is definitively greater than Hogan. It doesn't change that Hogan is that Babe Ruth name, and I wish he had the the clothes that we never got. Uh, I'm told uh, I'm told uh, Stack Eye Greg will join us later in the program. That's exciting. A little SGG. John Cena is set to return as the host for a new season of Wipeout. Everyone, can someone explain that to me? Yo, John Cena, why does he do that show? I mean, I love John. Big match John. Love John. Johnny boy. But I, I don't know. It's just weird. I, I guess, you know what? I'd be curious to ask him. Maybe I'll see him this weekend at Fastlane. I'll ask him, why do you do the TBS shows? Just for fun? Just to fill the days? All right. Speaking of Fastlane, we'll get into that card later and break that down, of course. Um, I did hear from a lot of different people when I talked about going to Indianapolis and St. Elmo's Steakhouse. You know the you know what interests our audience. Things like steakhouses in random cities. Let's hit a little mailbag real quick. Mail. Jason reached out, said, listening to the current cheap heat, spent my first 35 years of life in Indy before moving out west. St. Elbows is absolutely the way to go for the steak for a steakhouse. It's not a tourist trap. It's just simply old school steakhouse greatness. Probably heard this 100 times, but you have to try the shrimp cocktail. The sauce is nuclear hot and delicious, and your sinuses will be cleared out. You won't regret it. Best regards and stay mage, Jason. I'm, I am getting that. I've been hit up by multiple people being like, nah, just go. It's the real deal. Shockingly, Troy the Goy, moron opinion. Love you, Troy. We can't listen to Troy on food. He doesn't eat. And for a second, he got me thinking, am I, am I going to a, a tourist trap? No, it's, 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 it's going to be mage. You crazy? This guy's out of his mind. People are looking at me like I'm nuts right now because I just got so loud at the airport. Sorry, guys. I care about you, the people. Uh, let's see. Here's another St. Elmo's uh, email from Michael. Mail. Happy Fastlane week. This uh, Michael out of Indianapolis. Wrestling is great, and we especially love wrestling when premium live events are in town. Wanted to echo the St. Elmo's Harry and Izzy's recommendations, especially the shrimp cocktail as the sauce packs a punch. Easiest way to clear out your sinuses once the weather gets cold. Guys, I'm, I'm now really excited for the sinus clearing tonight. There are tons of great bars slash restaurants around downtown as well as on Massachusetts Ave. Brew Burger for best burgers or uh, in nearby Fountain Square. Slam Square for the best tie. This entire area is also extremely walkable and the big hotels are right near Gainbridge, which is uh, the field house. Used to be what, Conseco Fieldhouse? So you shouldn't have a long commute from the hotel to the event. Also, if you have a couple spare hours this weekend, consider swinging to Indianapolis Motor Speedway, even if you're not a racing fan. It's about 10 minutes from downtown. And if you go while the museum is open, you can actually drive under the South Grandstands and park in the infield to see for yourself just how massive the speedway is. It's an incredible experience, especially for folks that appreciate the kind of spectacle that large-scale sporting events can provide. What a nice message, man. And also, uh, Michael's trying to go to the Rumble in Tampa. You should. <laughs> uh, let's see. St. Elmo's in Indy. Stephen writes, longtime listener, big fan. Mail. I'm not one who emails into the podcast, but heard the recent cheap heat discussion on your trip to Indy. I travel to Indy each year for the Combine, NFL Combine, that is. Every time I visit, I make a reservation at St. Elmo's, delicious steaks, great old school steakhouse vibe, Peter Luger's adjacent. Enjoy your trip, St. Mage. 
Mail. Matt wrote also to recommend some Indianapolis restaurants. He says St. Elmo's is solid and classic. So is Harry and Izzy's. Shapiro's Kosher Deli. The Rathskeller on Mass Ave. Outdoor beer garden with live music. Mass Ave has lots of little restaurants and clubs. Look at these. Rec- look, I love our I love our peckerheads. Bagel, side door bagel, he recommends. Fine dining, he has recommendations. Other good local eats. The Indianapolis Motor Speedway recommendation again. Matt, thank you, man. Say hello if you see me. Really cool of you. Ryan reached in. Mail. Said, do St. Elmo's. Famous for a reason. Now, Jake sends us a random email here. Mail. SGG Sweet Pete and Dip. Greetings from Edinburgh, Scotland. Been listening to the Ring of Wrestling feed and having my wrestling love reaffirmed for about two years now. and can't stress my love for you guys. Even Dip. My email is trying to get your tease on my hot take. I think that Batista versus The Undertaker in 2007 is one of the great forgotten rivalries in WWE history. The WrestleMania 23 clash to me is one of both of these guys' very best matches, and it's also my favorite of all time. The backlash last man standing is a terrific last man standing with none of that grappling BS to start. What should be a war and has an amazing, unique finish. Add in Cyber Sunday with Stone Cold, a hell in a cell with edge interference. You have one of the best rivalries in the ruthless aggression era. What are your teas? Is it a great rivalry we don't acknowledge? Shout out to Roman. And if not, what rivalries do you think deserve more shine? I also think Batista doesn't get the love he deserves as a great main eventer for years. P.S. Shout out to the heel of the century, Miss Hatton. Stay mage, Jake. Jake, I utterly and completely agree with everything that you just expressed. First of all, the Batista Undertaker feud was mage. Um, and you're so right that I somewhat had forgotten about it till you said it. I mean, I, I know that if you'd said to Batista and Undertaker feud, I would go, yes, absolutely. Um, and, and remember them both being pillars of SmackDown for some time. But it kind of took that email for me to be reminded of just how good it was. Furthermore, yeah, dude, Batista has a lot of good stuff. And it's funny. I thought Batista at the time was totally overrated because I thought the treatment that he was receiving in like 2006, 7, 8, it felt like they immediately sort of made him a Hall of Famer. You know what? It's a testament to the fact that sometimes when they go too far to put someone over, they actually make, it, it, it does a disservice. It does a disservice. When they decide to tell you that someone is a superstar so much, obviously John Cena, no bigger an example than John Cena, who I think a lot of people, myself included, even had times where he, he he's not appreciated because of how much it was shoved down your throat. I think Batista was an example of that too. Tell me if you did, uh, disagree. Batista was made like, oh, my God, he, he is, it's Batista. Like, he, just the Batista bomb, the pyro, the, the, everything about him immediately from the second he won the title the first time was just like, he is the man. And it made me sort of naturally resisted. And now when I look back at the talent that Batista went on to become, oh, man, 
Undertaker stuff, great. Uh, Booker T stuff, great. Rey Mysterio stuff, great. JBL, Cena, obviously Triple H and Orton. Edge. There's a lot of Batista stuff that is worth going back and appreciating. And then even, you know, the wheelchair with uh, with Bret Hart when Bret fires him and he's in a wheelchair. I mean, there's a he got he he figured out funny by that point. You know, I mean, from from Deacon Batista to the guy who's in that wheelchair ten years later or whatever that timeline would be, something like that, close to it, right? He he no, he had a hell of a run, man. He had a hell of a run and a lot of forgotten rivalries i i love that take i admire that take i respect that take and i appreciate you really all right i'm, I'm gonna now leave the airport and uh i'll be back with you shortly in a quieter location much closer to fast lane somewhere in indianapolis indiana this episode is brought to you by ebay motors Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Is there such a thing as a traveler? Not a Delta. Because we know on one flight, Mike in 8C prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. While on the flight after, 8C is occupied by Jen, whose favorite snack is tea. That's why we provide fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members. Because at Delta, we know. Refill? Everyone flies their own way. Delta. Keep climbing. Free Wi-Fi available on most domestic flights. Terms of use apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, better sound. Uh, I am out of the airport uh, in Newark, and I am into the hotel in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I, I, SUG joins me now. Hey, SUG. What's going on, P? I can always get a, get a gauge really quickly of like how into it the town is, like based on like the people I see at the hotel, et cetera. Obviously, if there are like fans waiting outside the hotel, that's one one way of telling. But also, in another way, just like people who work there, the people you bump into, I'm getting right. the sense the people in Indianapolis are, are ready for some fast lane, much like I felt when I got to Pittsburgh. 
And and Pittsburgh turned out to be one of the surprise PLEs of recent years. Listen, it's gonna be a it's it's shaping up to be a good show on paper, but also just in recent years, months, so you could say the Midwest hasn't had a lot of these pay-per-views. So they've been waiting. They've been waiting for a PLE between WWE going to Montreal and, and going to Saudi and then the big mania in LA. True. You know, Detroit for the SummerSlam really kicked off this sort of Midwestern run of Back. PLEs that's going to, I guess, end in Chicago with Survivor Series. But that area has been waiting for a show like this. They get the house shows, they get the Monday Night Raws and your SmackDowns, but a, but a big pay-per-view in this era of the E, they've been waiting. So I know the fans are, are hyped. To, I guess you're right because you must be right because a lot of these places, and I've said this on the podcast before, but... A lot of these places we're going to, I've never been to in all my time here, and I've and I've already been doing these now for like, seven, going on seven years, something like that. So yeah, I I guess they haven't been here in a long time. Yeah, and the people are ready, man, and it, and it's it feels like a strategy that that wouldn't work, right? You know, like leaving these markets starving for for the product for so long, but it it's been a hit so far. Especially when they deliver on the in-ring stuff, and it's not just the hype of WWE's coming back to your area. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That last that last show was so good; it delivered so much. I mean, one thing I'm curious about is what they add tonight on SmackDown. What do you What do you expect to be added before tomorrow? Cause it won't be much these days. They've been trying to keep them pretty tight, and it's six matches so far. Right, and that's why I don't know if much, if any matches will be added. But I think some of that intrigue about what's going to happen on Saturday is going to be sprinkled into SmackDown, right? Because for the first time in a while, you have both Usos in the same building because Jay is advertised for SmackDown tonight. So are they going to cross paths? Is something going to happen there? Um, we don't know. But whatever happens is going to bleed into into Saturday where they both have um, pretty big tag team matches for the first time in a long time where... I think maybe the first time ever where their partner is not their brother. <laughs> so they're both stepping back into the tag team world with completely different um, animals. I should say twin brother because Solo is teaming with Jimmy. But but Jay's out there with Cody, who's been been the op up until very recently. But they were both on they were both on Fastlane in separate matches. Was Jay on Fastlane? I mean, sorry. Yeah. I forgot about that because I know, um, wait, sorry. I know Jimmy hit the turn. No, I'm sorry. Sorry. I reversed. I reversed. I reversed. I'm confusing payback and Fastlane. Right. Right. <laughs> payback yeah, is the last one. Fastlane is tomorrow. By the way, right. that's not easy. That's not easy. Um, sorry. So I was, look, I was looking to check what it was. Uh, neither was on the last one. Right. There we go. Neither was the on. Okay, so the, both the turn happened at SummerSlam. Right, exactly. So this will be the first, this weekend is the first opportunity. You'll have the Judgment Day in a match versus Cody and Jay. And then you'll have the Bloodline in a match with Cena and LA Knight. So all three brothers will be on this show for the first time in a while. And you'd have to think it's like time to start getting back to it. And there he is, O'Shea Jackson's back looking crispy. I feel like we're going to be in good shape. Yeah, check, check. Y'all can hear me well. We sh- we hear yeah, you perfect now, good. bro. We were we were we were just getting into the fact, uh, O'Shea, that 
uh, this weekend is the first time we're going to have the whole Uso family back under one roof. You're going to have uh, matches involving both Jay and his tag match with Cody, and then you're going to have uh, Solo and Jimmy in their match. So let me ask you what we've been talking about here, and I know you have opinions on everything with wrestling. Where are you at with the state of the bloodline right now, and what do you expect to see in the coming days, weeks, etc.? It's the best story we've had in forever. You know, I know people have something to say about it. They feel, um, you know, you see people on Twitter talking about that it, it, it's it's ran its course or that they're running out of ideas. There's so many moving pieces to what the bloodline is doing that it, it can't possibly uh, uh, be stale or, or or be stagnant. And I'm I'm waiting to see what they do with it. Finally having everybody in the same building. Uh, Cody Rhodes is getting on my nerves. You know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not down for the rematch. You know, I want, uh, I'm a Roman fan. I'm all about the dominance. I'm all about him continuing until he knocks whatever streak he wants out the park. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's the, <laughs> it's the best story in wrestling. I, I, it's the best I've seen in a long time. So listen, I'm, I'm in the middle with you. Like I, I think it's the greatest storyline we've seen in wrestling in, in many years. I believe there will be a tie-up at some point here that's going to be dope. I also believe we have been in a lull. Like, I, I'm not going to tell you that I think it's as hot now as I thought it felt in February of this year, for example. Like, when the, when the Sammy thing was peak, um, I thought that that added so much. There was something... When you, when you add in that Sammy element to what they already had going, for whatever reason, it was just the perfect combustible situation it made for those moments. Plus, you had the calendar going through Montreal. like Everything kind of just hit in the, in the right way. Um, but I will say this. I think the cool thing is, and SGG, you just alluded to this about this weekend. The cool thing is I'm at a point now where I truly have no idea what they're going to do again, which is, a, which is a fun place to be. Like I have no clue what they try to do tomorrow. And and do and do they and SGG? Let me ask you, Greg. Do you think they're going to interact tomorrow at all? Do you think we'll see the Usos anywhere near each other, or they keep them completely apart tomorrow? I feel like the smart money is just keeping them completely apart, right? Because if they get close, if they if they interact at all, I feel like then it has to be full steam ahead towards something because they can't just cross paths. It can't just be a situation where Jimmy tries to approach Jay, and Jay walks off. First of all, Jay's not level-headed enough for that, for that to be the case. Anyway, if Jimmy steps to Jay, it's, it's going down, and they have to be full steam, prepared to go full steam ahead at whatever this rivalry is going to be. Um, so I think tomorrow they keep them away from each other. Uh, so beyond the bloodline, O'Shea, what have you been thinking about the most? What's, what's garnered the, 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 the bulk of your attention in pro wrestling over the last couple of weeks? You mean just as a whole? As a whole, it could be it could be WWE, it could be AEW, it could be things we're hearing, it could be rumors about CM Punk, it, it could be anything. Um, honestly, other than the bloodline, I think the most intriguing storyline that's going on right now is uh, it, Adam Copeland. <laughs> you know, just just to see those two uh, going at each other, how could you not want to watch that? How could you not be? kind of enthralled to to see where they're going with that. And Christian dropping probably the best F-bomb I've ever seen in wrestling the other night 
it's uh it's must see TV. Uh, the, those guys know each other like the back of their hands. You know, I I I said recently on Twitter, you know, I I've, I've never seen a bad match that was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Like those, you know, those are two best friends that know each other that are you know brothers. And I feel the same way about Edge and Christian. And I I really want Adam Copeland. I really want to see. Adam Copeland versus Christian and see what they do with that one-on-one and then eventually end up uh, back together. It is pretty cool when you think about the fact that Edge is still somehow, you know, in fantastic shape. The work he was doing in WWE was fantastic. And then Christian, you know, all of a sudden in the last few months has found a lane for his character that he's never had before. So, like, they're they're. Yeah, this is this is an incredible groove that they're both in. And of course, the setup we're going to get, you know, that we got initially and I didn't even watch Dynamite this week yet. So what did they do to further? What did they do to further from where we were at WrestleDream? We know that obviously they, they pitted Edge and Christian against each other right away. Adam Copeland came in, protected Sting, whatever, whatever. How did they forward it on Wednesday? Well, Edge comes out, you know, he's speaking to Christian. He talks about their history, talks about, you know, just like like I said, their brotherhood. And then he basically tells them, you know, I'm, I want to ride off into the sunset with you. We need to do it as Edge and Christian. Let's team up again. Uh, he even mentioned going for the tag titles, uh, fighting FTR. So, like, you know, it obviously had the crowd in their fields and all that. And Christian wouldn't have none of them. <laughs> Christian uh, kind of let him have it and uh, threw it back in his face in the best way possible. And, you know, everyone knew that you're, you're going to expect Edge and Christian to get back together. You got the Hardy boys up there. Like, you, you, want, you want Edge and Christian back together. And it's, it's teasing that to the crowd. And uh, Christian is in his bag right now. You know, why would he want to team up? So it, it, it's going to take some time. He also... Also in the ring, Edge told him, you know, you got uh, uh, Luchasaurus and I forget the other dude's name. I'm a WWE guy. Sorry. Was it Nick Wayne? <laughs> yeah, Nick Wayne. He told him that uh, as soon as they're done with you, as soon as they're done picking all the knowledge they need from you, they're going to double cross you, which is what happened to him with Judgment Day. So it was a nice nod to what he just True. did in WWE. True. Mm. So, you know, they're 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 pulling the right strings. Um. All right, back to uh, back to Fastlane tomorrow. SUG, what are you what are you most hyped for on this card? I mean, listen, Shinsuke and and Seth Rollins they've been they've been banging together so far. Like this rivalry is delivering a lot more than we expected it would. Um, and even like the back thing, it feels like a flimsy storyline. But the way that last man standing wrinkle and Shinsuke getting that ten count this Monday through like the most devious, nefarious means, um, I thought added another wrinkle to it and it post- positioned him as a real threat to Seth in a way that we haven't seen Shinsuke be, I don't think, ever in his time in WWE. I'll tell you what, I don't hate that take. I love their last match. I, I, th- I thought they absolutely tore the house down last time. I'm psyched to see it. Um, O'Shea, what about you? What are you most looking forward to tomorrow? I really want to, you know, what we were talking about earlier, see where they're going to take this bloodline thing. Like you said, they already separated the twins for the first time in their life. And so, you know, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's huge. 
to see like you know there's a, there's such a window for them to veer the story uh, a certain way so you know that's obviously going to have my attention and yeah how could you not uh be focused on the world title shinsuke i i love shinsuke anybody who's been following me for a long time knows i think the worst thing in the world was shinsuke and asuka losing the same night same wrestlemania yeah yeah like yeah, yeah i've been waiting for some sort of Shinsuke push in the world title uh, world title picture. Plus, we got the same birthday. Shout out to Shinsuke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm all Nakamura, baby. You mentioned your Twitter a couple of times, and I follow you over there, so I have to bring some tweets. All right, out here we go, and give you give you the opportunity just to expand a little bit and, and say more because it's it's hard to get the feel for what you're really trying to say in those limited characters. Just reading the words on the page, and I see people feel a real way when you hit send on a tweet. So, so I'm going I'm to ask you about the New Day. You had a recent take. Now, you said that they're iconic, one of the greatest tag teams of all time, but the music just never gave you the energy that you wanted out of the New Day. First, first thing first, do you stand by that take? And then if you do, what would you have done differently with the music? Because, I mean, we haven't said it here, but obviously everybody who knows you knows your dad music legend so that's in your blood as much as you love pro wrestling i'm sure you love music just as much so you're as knowledgeable a guy as anybody to give a music take yeah i mean the new day how could you want anything more in a group of sports entertainers that song sucks bro I got to tell you, SGG, people were mad about this. I, I've never thought of that, and I, I love this take. I, I'm, I'm not I, – I won't say I <laughs> – People were upset. I, I, I'm surprised that people were upset. Like, that's actually a strong take. Now, listen, there's fun to be had with the song. Like, I'm not saying I have no value in the song. There's some fun to be had there. But in terms of it leading to anything more than just fun, like, the song is limiting. The song is limiting. It is a – it's sort of a goofy song. Yeah, and that's day rocks. It, it, it needs the crowd <laughs> participation. But like when it's like in the new WWE champion, do 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 like that sucks, bro. That's that's enough. You don't have no energy to. All right, so he's one for one. He's standing by that take. What else you got, SUG? Greatest tag team of all time. You say the Dudley Boys. Can you defend that take? And if so. Why are you giving the Dudley boys the nod as the greatest tag team of all time over teams like the Steiner brothers, the Uso, the Usos, the team we just mentioned, the New Day? You gave it to the Dudley boys. I mean, the Dudleys have won literally everywhere. They've won everywhere that they've been. The only titles I think they don't have are AEW. Like, they've won everything. They have been box office every time. I, they have such amazing moments. One of my favorite matches ever is WrestleMania 17, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Like, the, the Dudley boys are just so iconic. Everywhere they go, they're nothing but winners. And I, I'll put them up against anybody, even even promo-wise. They are they're just the cream of the crop in my book. I, I stand by the Dudley boys, even though the Usos are my boys. <laughs> right. Hey, listen, I'm I'm not I'm not mad at you. And by the way, I wouldn't be shocked for better or for worse. We jo- we joked about this the other day. For better or for worse, with everything that's happening in AEW, would you really be shocked if at a major event we ended up at some point staring in the ring at the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian? Like it could happen. 
Now, I, I hope that be careful with it, but it could happen. Yeah, it, it definitely could happen. Obviously, you know, as a, as a longtime fan, you're going to watch, and I'd expect nothing less of Tony. Yeah, ex- you know exactly. And by the way, and O'Shea, props on the that you may be wearing the best brace shirt. That may have been the brace shirt that I missed that I need to get. That that let me in fiend joint. That might be the one, bro. Oh man, it it uh, it hurt. It hurt. I was so in shock uh, when I read that that tweet from Triple H and uh, coming on a wrestling podcast. I had to show love, bro. Hey, listen, by the way, so today's schedule-wise is crazy, and I got to roll right into my show, and you got things to do. But I, honestly, for me, and I, I think I can speak for SGG and Dip, who's not here, I, I want this to be the first of many, bro. I want you to be a regular guest to come on here and, and get your ish off because you got a lot of smart takes, and we're always looking for smart people to talk about this thing that we love. Hit me any time. Hit me any time. And listen, I know they, they come, they get the pitchforks out when you give your takes off on Twitter. So if you want a safe space to get those tweets off, we got a cheap heat discord. We rolling out the red carpet. We're going to send you a link. We're going to make sure you Actually, get in Actually, no lie, O'Shea. It's a, good, it's a good room. Like during an episode of, of one of the shows, it's a good room to sit in there and get your conversation on without, if you don't feel like just dealing with trolls, like you want to have an actual back and forth. It's actually a, it's a, it's a pretty good spot, but um, we appreciate you, bro. And let's do this again soon. Absolutely. Y'all Lakers and fire. i respect it there he is o'shea jackson uh sgg i know you have to dip as well i have to jump on the k show um this was fun i just wanted to like literally throw o'shea on one episode get the 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 feeling the vibe the energy because i really think sgg he could be a great jump on every now and then fill in for one of us when someone's out like i just think he's a great person to have access to so thanks to o'shea jackson jr uh for jumping on as well um do me a favor stay mage troy do me a favor don't give me a food recommendation again because i'm told saint elbows is gonna be on fire can i ask an honest question here before i know you gotta go but uh we know what it's gonna be i know what the question's gonna be well what's it gonna be what's it gonna be who is o'shea jackson jr yeah, yeah. Who, who was that guy who did we just <laughs> talk to <laughs> now listen you're not now listen I'll, I'll say this in troy's defense i'm sure there's at least a few other people listening who don't know and i i, I took it for granted because really i was just having him on to be kind of a homie not to be a guest but o'shea jackson jr is an actor um his father is uh an actor and musician named ice cube and o'shea jackson jr played his father in the nwa movie and has done a whole bunch of other stuff really talented cool kid yeah, that was his acting debut, I believe, uh, playing his father. He'd gone on to have, like, what I'd say is a successful acting career in his own right. Yeah, since. Um, but that was the debut, like, whatever that was yeah. six years ago. So there you go. But I knew that was your – you are so predictable, Troy the Goy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Or- Maybe I actually didn't know, but you didn't establish it, so this was me producing. Oh, no. well. By the way, if, if if it was that, I'm disappointed because I I wanted it to be just authentic. Um, but also, I figured that the description would say something along the lines of joined by actor Hollywood <laughs> megastar. Yeah, I, I figured in this case it would be included. Um, anyways, everyone enjoy the show tomorrow night. Uh, RosenbergBeats at gmail.com Get at us on the Discord, of course We'll be back Tuesday with another episode I'll let you know how St. Elmo's goes Thank you for all the recommendations SGG, do me a favor and stay mate And then I went to makeup And like sat in front of the mirror a little bit And got myself together Also, ladies and gentlemen At this
is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Midge.